the Everything and Absolutely Nothing podcast. My name is Devonchi. I'm Lassia. And I'm Alina. This is a podcast where we become unafraid to speak up, have fun, and enjoy the bumps of life. It's the perfect space to relax, understand the world, and experience comfort. Yes, we're young, but we use that to our advantage to educate, grow, and spread awareness with the power we have. You can follow us on all of our socials, which are all listed in the description of this episode. So for this episode, we'll be interviewing Oral. So Oral, why don't you tell the listeners why you're here with us today? Hi guys, my name is Oral. I'm a graduating senior. Um, I guess I'm here today to talk about like college process and just, you know, my high school experience. And I really look forward to hearing from you guys. <laughs> nice, that's pretty much it. So the first question is, how do you feel now that you're about to graduate from high school? Um, I would say I'm super excited and I'm definitely a lot more relaxed like in these past few months than I have been ever like if you know me you know that I'm usually like out there like doing a lot and just like spreading myself super thin but these past few months have been great to just like take a step back and relax a little bit so I think that's been really great and I'm super excited for graduation super excited to go to college so it's a good time. <laughs> so at first what was their dream school to go to and why? So I know this sounds like a non-answer, but like in all honesty, I didn't exactly have a dream school. I think like just in general, like when you're applying to the college process, it's really hard to just because colleges have like four to six percent acceptance rates and or like even less than that. Um, and like I'm a really like pragmatic type person. So I refused to let myself have a dream school, but I did apply to like, you know, a lot of different schools and I just I just applied all over, <laughs> to be honest. So which one are you going to now and why? So I was fortunate enough to be accepted into a lot of good schools. Um, I ended up choosing, um, I ended up I'm going to Northeastern University in the fall and I chose it for a lot of reasons. I love the location, I love my program, but most of all, I was selected as a stamp scholar there. Um, so essentially they gave me a merit scholarship that covers my full cost of attendance and gives me like stipends and stuff. So I'll be going for free and then they'll be paying me to do certain things and get experiences. And I just, I found that it was, you know, it was for me, I needed a school that really cared about giving me that experience. Um, so that's why I ended up choosing to go there. What are you majoring in? Okay, so I am currently majoring in um, things like applied math and computer science, but that's subject to change. What made you pursue in that field? So um, throughout high school, I was really involved with doing stuff that involved math and CS. And those are two things that, you know, I was good at and I enjoyed doing. So that's why I ended up choosing them. And also just because they're like more general, um, you know, it allows you to have um, a, like a variety of different things you can apply it to. And um, I'm someone who doesn't really know exactly what they want to do. So I think majoring in something more general will help me figure it out. Uh, did you have like an interview or not with just the school or other schools? And if so, how did it go? Yeah, so I think uh, I had a few interviews actually. Um, I think all my interviews went pretty well. I can't speak for like a lot of other schools that I did interview with, um, but I know that like it, it really depends on the schools you apply to, but some schools don't even have an interview. They have like a video where you sort of introduce yourself. So I'll talk about two main ones. One of them was for um, Brown and you don't really have like a face-to-face -face interview. It's like you just submit a video. So 
my video it, like it people think that they have to be really like, complicated but mine was just literally me sitting like at my desk and then I angled my camera towards my bookshelf which is next to me um and just like talked about like random books I liked and things about me and then um they they said they really liked that and you know I think that was like really helpful uh towards my application there and then for the northeastern stamps program we had like several rounds of interviews so but yeah if you guys have any questions about interviewing like let me know because i've been through a lot <laughs> um and i i would say they went pretty well but yeah okay so i guess going off of that so when you are in an interview like what type of questions should you ask like the person interviewing you because like they themselves have gone to that school Right. So I think the biggest thing you need to show is that you do genuinely really care about your school that you're interviewing with uniquely and that you know a lot about it and you can see yourself there. So like like I said, you know, it's hard to have a dream school. It's hard to pick one, but I think it's important to truly be passionate about the schools you're applying to and you're not just applying to them for like like just because you want to like follow a list or anything. Like I think the schools have to be really tailored towards you. So all the questions that I asked in my interviews were about either a specific thing I was interested in, or if I knew that my interviewer wasn't necessarily in the same field that I was thinking of, it wouldn't make sense to ask them those hyper-specific questions. So I think another thing is to know your interviewer. And like, if they're also just more of a generalist, you can also just ask them general questions, like, you know, like what made them choose the school they're at? And since most interviewers are so proud of the school that they uh, graduated from, like they'll really be receptive to that type of stuff. So I think it's just important to be engaging um, with the person who's interviewing you. All right. Um, did you apply to any college's early decision? No, <laughs> I, I couldn't do that. Okay. So regardless, what was like your application process like? So I EA'd to, I think like, oh, or, or, sorry, early action to about six schools, um, maybe more than that. And I think out of those, I got into five. Um, so that really helped like, um, you know, just in the beginning, it really helps just having a lot of options. I would say if you're the type of person who doesn't have like, okay, there's two things, right? So like ED is complicated because I think financially it's very binding. So if you're in a financial situation where like you need financial aid or you need some type of like comparative package, um, unless you can like pay for a school full or you know that the school is going to give you a lot of money, like I would say don't ED because at the end of the day, like um, no matter what happens, like I'm sure like you guys and people listening and everything, like you guys are all going to get into great schools, but it's also important to make decisions that make sense, right? So like you need to know that um, I need to be able to have this type of option. So if you need those options, I would say don't ED. Um, the thing about EA too is that it doesn't really give you a boost in terms of the applications, but I would say do it anyway if you're not planning on EDing because you'll just find out sooner and like it's one less thing to worry about instead of waiting for all your decisions to come at once. Like you have clarity and you have options. So I think, yeah, I EA'd to six schools. Um, that really helped me early on. Um, and then the this college process, you know, I, <laughs> I wasn't like the person who would do everything super last minute, but I wasn't too ahead of the game either, but my biggest tips would be start early, especially with your Common App essay. Like you'll start writing it in school, um, like if you take AP Lang, or I think even if you take regular college uh, 11, but um, I would spend the summer before senior year spending a lot of time working on your personal statement, like making sure you really know 
what you want to talk about, making sure you have that done so that when the school year hits, you're going to be doing so many things, but you can just spend that time working on like supplementals and other stuff. Um, so just have the early part to your common app, like your essays, your activity section. If you have all that done, then you have a lot of time to focus on other things. Mm-hmm. How long did it take you personally to write like a college apps and all that? Um, so I'm not gonna lie, it took, a, it took a pretty long time. I think the main common app, which is like, you know, your demographics information, personal information, activities, awards, extracurriculars, all of that, I finished over the summer. And that also took a really long time just because like you have to do descriptions and there's very small word counts and everything. So it just takes very long. And I finished my personal statement. I think I finished it by around the end of August. Um, so I spent I, like on and off. I'm not going to say I spent the whole summer working on that because that's a lie. Um, I would say you should still have fun over the summer, still do things you enjoy, but just make sure you have it done like or try, at least almost done before the school year starts. And then after that, the supplementals, I would say they took a long time, but also you can recycle everything. Like you can, uh, you know, I would say what I did, and I kind of explained this when I went to the Lang classes this year, but I'll just say it again. Um, essentially what I would recommend is like, don't be afraid of like exploring a lot of different things in the beginning because like you're not going to get your perfect essay in the first shot or even your perfect topic so i had a whole like large list of topics right and then i actually ended up writing essays and sub essays for like all the different topics and in the beginning i was worried it would be a waste of time because i ended up writing like 30 pages of just like random like thoughts stories ideas and everything but then when it came time to use them for my supplementals like you were just able to like copy and paste or pick off certain things so i think having like just practice writing over the summer that really helps when you're like writing your final essay for the last few interviews we did um like naomi with naomi and bernardo they said like they preferred writing their essays like like the night of <laughs> So like, you think it's better because Naomi was saying like, if you do it like last minute, you have your voice and like, you don't have to edit it as much. So what do you think? Um, <laughs> I don't necessarily know if I would agree or disagree with that. I think it really depends on the type of person you are. Some people, I guess, just really do work better under that like um, last minute, like delayed and like that limited time frame. I would say for me, I've always been someone who likes working under pressure but i think the deadline is pressure enough for me i can't be the person who does stuff night before um because i feel like i would just be overcome with anxiety and then i would get like writer's block or something else so i always did mine like a few days in advance i wasn't doing it like months in advance and i do agree with them that you need time to develop your ideas and develop your voice i just think you need to also know the type of person you are but as you go through high school you're going to figure out what works for you like you know, I, I don't know what classes you guys plan on taking, but like if you end up taking any of the writing class, like the uh, like seminar or like research or anything like that, or just like even in history classes, like you're going to write a lot of papers and all that. So you'll know like what type of deadlines work for you. And I think that college, like the college app process is no different than that. You just need to know like how much pressure you need, how much time you need to give yourself. And I'm actually the other way around. Like I'd rather spend like I would say I would just sit down and spend like a small amount of time writing something but then I like editing a lot so like I'll sit here and edit and re-edit and try to make it sound nicer so I'll spend more time on that part which is why I would need to get it done in advance um whereas some people are just like you know like they work well under pressure and then they could just like write it out and like it's perfect first draft so uh, yeah like over time you'll develop your writing style you'll see what works for you 
um, and you'll figure out like how much time you need to give yourself. But it's gonna work out. Like it's it's all gonna work out. Yeah. Thanks. Um, I know you already like went along with this, but do you have like any more like tips for your college essays? Like yeah, um, of course. And if like in the future, if anyone needs editing help, like hit me up. I can actually like really help with that. Um, so I would say you. The, the biggest thing about your main personal statement is like you you have to be ready to get vulnerable and I'm assuming you guys are good at that considering you like talk about your feelings on the podcast all the time I don't know if I would be able to do this at your age but I think it's good to start developing those skills early I would say you should read a lot um and like just I I, I personally journaled like that was just me um so I think that also helped just finding like how I wanted to write and I also think that nothing should be forced so if you're not a reader and you're not a journal or you're not a writer or anything like that like that's also okay like I I would say that like if you're not a writer you shouldn't like force yourself to journal or force yourself to write because it's not going to be authentic but like you know people have their own ways of self-expression like some people just want to like you can even if you just like sit here and talk in a voice memo like talk about your day just get used to expressing yourself um or just like make a video or like you guys do the podcast, like another form of self-expression. Like just be, don't be afraid to like learn how to start expressing yourself. And like over time it gets easier. And then as for like the topic itself, I know there's this whole like discourse surrounding, you know, like you shouldn't do cliche topics and all that. Like, I'm gonna be honest. I think my topic was pretty cliche in the traditional sense. Like, because I was a first generation immigrant, like a lot of my essay had to do with my experiences like early on growing up, like moving to America and how that affected the type of person I became. So my essay like was about communication and how like I struggled with it. And again, it's like a common essay topic, but then I weaved it in with different stories from my childhood or like just different quotes that my parents said to me and like how it impacted me. And I think that vulnerability really came across um, and just like painted a story and essentially, you just want to talk about something that other parts of your application don't reflect. So like, you know, other parts of my story aren't necessarily going to reflect that, like, I'm, I had this experience or that experience. So I think don't be afraid to use common topics and don't be afraid to talk about things that matter to you. Like some people will tell you that you shouldn't write about activities because you're already doing that in the other sections. And I would say the activity section and the award section are more about the end result, right? Like you see, like I accomplished this or I did this many hours. Like it's more about like your end result. Whereas I think if you want to explore that in your essay, it's about the journey. Like if you win something, how did you get to that level and win that? If you did anything, like what inspired you? I think the backstory is what people really want to hear. And that's something you can also try to explore. Love it. So how did you choose your teacher references? Um, okay, I, I would say it's less important, like what they taught and more important, like your relationship with them. I would say that's the most important thing. So like, um, some people, some teachers who just have like a naturally good relationship with and like, I feel like that's the types of people you should seek out for your recommendations. Cause like, um, you know, pe there's like this misconception that many people have that like, oh, if I want to major in math, like I should ask my like math teacher only to write it. And like, that could be true. The teacher you're closest with and the teacher you had the best relationships throughout high school with. And then also what you can do is like, most schools accept two, but like sometimes schools accept like an optional third one or like something else. So a lot of what I did was like, I had, I think three people total write me letters and then 
if a school accepted all three, I would send all three. But if a school accepted only two, I would look at the parts of my application that were reflected in that school already and see what types of recommendations I wanted to send them, you know? So I think it's important to do that carefully. And it does matter because, you know, it's like from a trusted adult. So I think your recommendations should just really be people who really care about you and are going to vouch for you. And that just comes with developing relationships with them in and out of the classroom, you know, like going to extra helps, seeing them in the morning, like people you just genuinely connect with. Um, just, you know, they're going to be really excited to write your recommendation. Like the, the, the three people I asked for, like, they were like, oh, we were hoping you would ask. And that's the best type of reaction you can get because you want someone who really cares about you. Um, what do you think is the most important thing that colleges want to see from, you know, a student? Ooh, I, I don't know if I'm the best person to speak on this. I mean, all I can say is what I think, which is I think colleges at the end of the day just want you to show like how you can bring something to the table. You know, like how are you unique from the people around you and the people who are pursuing similar things to you? So like, you know, many people have awards of a certain type. Many people have this, that, the other, but like, how can you be one of those people? So like, I'm not devaluing accomplishments and awards. I think to be in a competitive position, you need to be able to have some of them, like you need to have something, but I also think you need to have that like unique passion for something and you need to be able to like express it in very clear terms. And I think that communication skills, like at least for me, um, also really helps. And like, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's a lot more important than people think. Like they're just like the soft skills, like, right? Like communication, just like, being able to be personable, getting people to like you. I think those things are extremely underrated because, you know, like everyone at that, like at a certain level, like, especially if you're applying to top schools or competitive schools, like everyone's going to have like a stacked resume. Um, but like, you need to be able to have really good interviews and like, just remember, be, be memorable. So like, let those parts of your personality shine through and don't be like, don't try to be a certain type of person because you think people are more likely to be receptive to it. Um, just be more like, you know, impassioned. And I think that really comes across. Kind of going along with what you just said. So what was like the main thing personally for you that made you stand out as a candidate? Oh God, I don't know. Um, okay, I would say based on some feedback that I received, especially from like the stamps committee, um, like the scholarship committee, um, they mentioned they liked how like my they liked how like genuine I was in terms of my future goals and like how I, I guess because like I mentioned I wasn't like the type of person who knew exactly what I wanted I think some people are like that and that's great but for me I was open to like a lot of different things um but at the same time like I was able to show that the things I did I really cared about so like uh you guys I don't know if you know about like Regeneron and stuff like that but I think that I think that definitely played a big role, I'm going to be honest, but that also just stemmed from like communication skills and like just the ability to talk about like the things I'm passionate about. So, you know, like for the stamps committee, like a lot of the questions they ask you surround what you can do for others uh, and like, like exactly like how you want to like use your education and for all schools, just like how you want to use your education to make the world something, you know, whether it's make the world more inclusive, make the world like just a better place. Like, what are you passionate about? Um, so just like talking about your passions and being being more genuine. So I think that one thing that really came across was just for me being genuine, because like I was the type of person 
like, you know, my responses aren't super rehearsed. They sound, they could be a little shaky. They could be a little, you know, like not perfect. But I think that like showing that vulnerability again, really, really helps. Um, like you become more human um, to other people. Um, how do you think someone could like take action from like what they believe in, what they're interested in? Like, does it just have to be volunteering or what else can someone do? Yeah, um, I think that I like, okay, so it starts small, right? Like you have certain interests, you have certain passions. It's more about like how you can do them even in small ways. I think do, small contributions are undervalued. So like one of the things I'm super passionate about is like communication and like that and like just like especially in like STEM fields and everything because I think that's super underrated. So one of the things I did in my after my freshman year was I joined this thing called the YSJ which is like the Young Scientist Journal and essentially like it's about like getting young scientists published like on an online platform and it wasn't like a super big part of my resume or anything like that like it was I don't even think it was on like common app or it might have been but like later on but it's just like experiences like that helped me make connections with a lot of people who are in STEM fields, helped me discover my passion for communication and science. And that's one of the biggest things that was on um, like my STS application and like my Cold Spring Harbor application. It's just like talking to people about how much like you think your skills can contribute to the field that they're in. So like, I think, especially with people like, you know, you guys are doing your podcast, like having those communication skills, talking about how like you can bring something unique to the table. So like, if you're, say you're going into a like STEM, like research facility, STEM area, um, they need people who have those types of skills, like people who can communicate effectively and like, you know, be sort of different from all the other people in the pack. So I think things like that really show your passion and are like small steps. And then everything is like, everything is a stepping stone to everything else in your resume. You know, like you apply for something and you talk about how something in your past affected you. And if you're starting off, like even if you don't have anything in your past, you just talk about things you want to do. You talk about like why you're passionate about something and how you think a certain experience can help you explore things further. So I think it happens in steps and you shouldn't like try to rush to the end and get that like big result um, because everything is like a sum into that. Um, do you have any extracurriculars that you'd like to share? Like those that help the, like the colleges see who you actually are? Yeah, um, I think that for my extracurriculars, I had a like, few main ones. Science research was one of the big ones. Um, but again, there's like this misconception about activity versus achievement. So like, um, people have this idea now, it's like, oh, you know, I want an award in something, I want to do something to get a certain result. Whereas I think, I think being result oriented can be, I guess, somewhat, you know, if you're a goal oriented person, it can sort of help. But I think it's more detrimental in the sense where like, you really want to focus on the work you're doing and just do things you're passionate about. So one of my main extracurriculars was research and I, I, I was researching, um, computational like environmental stuff and that was something I was super passionate about and I you know combined my computational skills with my passion for environmental science and then that translated into just like biology which translated then into neuroscience um and then other activities are just like in the similar uh STEM field so I did math club um I did like math I did a lot of math programs in my freshman sophomore years like I did uh, the institute of creative problem solving I did um you know, like there was a Brookhaven follow-up program, I did that. 
um, like all those math programs just really help increase my skills and also just connections. And then um, a few times I was selected for the like the all county math team because of doing math leads. I think that was something that was important to me. Ethics uh, debate, like that's something I was really involved in, and that takes up most of my time, to be honest, um, in high school. Uh, I, I mean, there's a lot more, but like it's all in the same three fields, like math, research, and debate. So, how do you think a student can take advantage of their summers? And like, what do you think one should do? Um, I would say taking advantage of summers. Okay. Um, you don't have to like necessarily be the type of person who does like those weird, like not weird, but like those like extremely, you know, like there's like all these summer programs and all these universities are like, yeah, pay $7,000 and get the chance to learn something. Like, I don't think those things are necessary to be honest. I think they're just more like ways that people try to, you know, rope you in. I think for your summers, it's important to have fun and to have a balanced summer. And then also like, I'm not gonna tell you to not do anything. Cause I know that like when you're that overachieving type kid, you're going to wanna do things. So I would say read a lot. I would say you can, if you're interested in something particular like math or computer science, like you can take your summer, do a small course, not anything too intense, just something you enjoy. Um, once you get older, like once you're past the age of 16, you have the option to like start doing like science research stuff if you're into that like you can start working in labs and stuff so if you can find something like that I think that would be great um get a job I would say like working that's another thing I forgot to mention earlier I think working is super important and it's really undervalued because people think that it's going to take away time from doing other extracurricular activities but I worked since freshman year and I also think that's another thing that really helped me and like me with the whole process just because like i mean i worked at kumon so it wasn't even like i don't know if you guys know what that is but it's like a tutoring center i'm sure like you <laughs> are familiar with it but i and it was like i think i worked three days a week since freshman year um it really gives you communication skills uh so it helped me save a lot of money um and i think it's really important so if you can get a summer job i would highly 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 recommend you do that i think that's one of the most important things you can do in the summer and then yeah just keeping things balanced so make sure you have time for things that are technical and important to you make sure you have time for yourself and make sure you have time for your friends and other people around you so two follow-up two follow-up questions so firstly um you said like you have to be 16 to work at a like volunteer at a lab and mm -hmm. so what can you do like before you're of age if like you're yeah research so i would I, I didn't start doing like lab research until senior year, to be honest. So I don't know if I can really speak on that before that. Um, like all my research was mostly independent and it was just like, I didn't even have a mentor actually for the majority of my high school career from freshman year to the end of junior year. Like that's the thing too. Like people think that research and like just like doing things like with internships, like, oh, well, let me get an internship and do something like that. I think if you truly want to do something, you can honestly do it on your own for the most part, like if you're into like cell microbiology and stuff like that, like maybe you can't do that on your own, but you can still learn about it. And I think that um, the biggest thing that like people in labs and stuff like that care about is your past experience. And if you've never had lab experience, like that's okay. Like it's just more about like your knowledge, like say you're into like cell microbiology stuff, but you can't work on it before you're 16. Take a course, read a book, get knowledgeable about the matter and show that you're truly passionate on it about it beyond the scope of your resume and if you can demonstrate that passion 
the person who's interviewing you for a certain position or the person who's reading your essays is going to be is going to know that you genuinely care about something and you're going to like at the end of the day like people if you are trying to work at a lab or get experience like that they want people who are invested and also like are genuinely going to make a contribution like even if you're at a high school level like don't undervalue the type of contribution you can make within a research facility and it's hard because you're talking to people who are like PhDs and like professors and all that right but like at the same time like you have to be knowledgeable and passionate about the thing you can do and i think that just comes from learning about it like think about what you want to do first and then try to seek out a position instead of vice versa like tailoring your interest to match something isn't going to end up working unless you're super passionate about something and secondly i this is like completely off topic but i want to get a job but like like either be it like at a bookstore or like a tutoring center but my parents are like totally against the idea what should i do to convince them um are they against the idea because they think it's like a waste of time like because you could like time be spent better doing something else no they think it's unnecessary unnecessary okay so i think what you can try to tell them is um good point to me <laughs> no i'm just kidding um i think you can really tell them like if it's something that you genuinely really want to do talk about how um like all the skills is going to help you especially with the soft skills and stuff like that like uh, i think people really don't recognize the importance of that but like having a job really forces you to grow up in ways that like no nothing else can do it because you're completely removed from an academic or, or like a school environment you're dealing with real people and like real life events and i think that it really helps getting used to talking to people you're going to have to go through so many job interviews in your life and go through so many different things and i think starting young really helps build that foundation to become, to be able to get those jobs and to be able to have that um like those communication skills so i think you can talk to them about um you know like why you think it's going to help in your future um and hopefully that works <laughs> okay i'm going to use that so have you ever gotten a an internship internship um yeah so uh the summer after my junior year i well actually the spring of my junior year i applied to this thing called the cold spring harbor partners for the future program and it was essentially like an internship at a uh research facility where i worked on computational neuroscience so essentially um the program itself is only available in your senior year and like the summer before and you're just you're if it's if you're like have an interest in research um the way i applied to it was just i was uh nominated by the science director at our school um and you know you just go through rounds of interviews you meet with PIs you write essays about why you're passionate about science and like just certain activities and um yeah like that was my internship experience um how important do you think stats are and do you have any you want to share <laughs> i think stats are important but to a certain extent so i think everyone at a certain level has good stats um and and if you don't like there have to be some limiting factors or like some reason like ex- extenuating circumstances as to why your stats aren't like comparable or um you know like equal to other people and i don't i don't it's like awkward for me to talk about um i think stats are important i will say that like mine were <laughs> pretty pretty above average um and i think that that again like but again like i think that beyond a certain point they don't really matter i think it's more of like an ego thing if you want to have like super high sat score like i think your gpa is also really important and like people talk about it less but like it's really important to keep your gpa up and again it doesn't have to be perfect 
I think it's just like showing that you can take a rigorous course load and excel in it is the most important thing. So as long as like you're doing that, um, it's only important to a certain point. Like after that, no one's like gonna be like, oh, well this person had like 10 points higher on their SAT, so we're gonna accept them. Like after a certain point, it just becomes equal and people are only looking at other things. So how do you think, do you think sports played like a role in your application? God, I hope not because I did not, <laughs> I did not really, um, I'm not like the most athletically inclined person. I don't really like team sports. Like I like doing activities. I like uh, like biking, hiking, stuff like that and swimming. But like, I don't, I can't, I didn't really have time for sports. I didn't really do them. I don't think they're super important unless you can excel in them or like you can get skills from them. Like I think you can get a lot from doing sports and there's a lot that I probably would have been better at had I spent time playing a team sport. Um, but. I just knew like you have a certain amount of time and this is just something that I'm not going to be able to do well in. So no, <laughs> not for me. Uh, same question about volunteering. Uh, I think volunteering is actually really important, but again, it's, I, all my answers go back to this idea of being genuine about something and like passionate. So like if you are volunteering for a certain cause, which I think you absolutely should be doing, make sure it's something that's important to you and like you have reasons for doing it beyond just the fact that it looks good on your resume so like if there's something in your life that led you to a certain circumstance or like someone you know deals with something and you want to volunteer to help people in a similar way like i think that's a hundred percent more authentic than just like volunteering at something just because it looks good so find something you care about and yes please volunteer it's good for you okay um last question what's the biggest lesson you've learned from high school Oh, wow. Um, okay. Biggest lesson I've learned from high school is um, the importance of just like, I don't know, just like making connections with people. Not in the sense where like, I'm trying to tell you to like, oh, like every relationship should be about networking and you should try to see what you can find. No, but I think that like just making friends, making people and like having people who are like, who care about your success and who want to vouch for you. like everything you end up doing to a certain point is going to be based on like what other people like believe in you like anything you apply for you apply for a lab internship you need recommendations you need nominations you apply for college you need recommendations you apply for anything like senior awards like graduate like all of these things stem from the fact that people care about you and they want to see you succeed so i think the most important thing i've learned is just the importance of prioritizing relationships and i think oftentimes when you're in like a certain pathway to success you want to sort of forego that because you want to like sort of be independent and you think that like oh like my pathway to success relies on my hard work but at like ultimately that's actually the opposite um i think other people's like ability to support you is more important and that includes friends family teachers like everyone so i think the most important thing you have to learn is just the importance of relying on people and also just knowing um, that you need to have like strong foundational relationships to help you get through your career and your high school experience. Great answer. Um, so did you enjoy this interview? Yeah, I thought you guys were great. <laughs> this was fun. Thank I talked so much and you probably should have stopped me when I was rambling, but no, great. it's actually, it's good. And like everything you were saying, it's really helpful. And I'm sure the listeners like it too. Yeah, you provided a lot of information. <laughs> well, I'm glad. I'm glad I could help. Um, thank you for coming on, and this was another episode of the Everything and Absolutely Nothing podcast. <laughs>